0: 2018 was the year most companies gave equal paid paternal leave to men and women. Perhaps 2019 will be the year most dads actually take advantage of it. That's where Alexis Ohanian, the chairman and co-founder of Reddit, comes into the story. After he and his wife, tennis star Serena Williams, welcomed their first child in 2017, he realized this was a cause worth fighting for. This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Today's episode features a conversation with Ohanian and Alexis Benvenisti of TikTok and dives into why men should feel empowered To take paternity leave. So thanks for taking time to chat with me today. My pleasure. So men often don't take paternity leave or take less than what their companies offer them. Yeah. How can we encourage men to take full
1: paternity leave? It is partially about top-down signaling. And I heard from a lot of founders in the Valley. I heard from a lot of employees in the Valley how important it was that they saw me taking my full 16 weeks and being really outspoken about it. But I think it also has to be from the bottom up. And I think more and more men need to hear from other dads or expecting dads that they took the time and how great it was and also how awful it was and how, because it was so awful, sometimes it made it so great when it wasn't like, it's not like, it is not all roses, but as a time, you will never get it back. And yeah, even the 3am where you're just like praying that she's going to go back to sleep. um, Those moments make... The good times so much sweeter and so much better and so much more satisfying and so yeah no i I think it's going to mean more men talking about it and i think one of the reasons why having this uh, paternity leave fund actually exists to give them this is a million dollars that in five thousand dollar grants will go to real dads who will actually be able to take time off and and get compensated for it you know thanks to dove men plus care and like be able to just spend that time wholly focused on their families and start to tell those stories, whether it's around the dinner table or the cafeteria table or at Thanksgiving, um, those will start to have a ripple effect. And, and I do actually think this is where social media can help. The, just the, the, the growing trend of fathers taking a selfie with their kid at the park or, or talking about their experiences as dads, the ups and the downs, like all of that works to help normalize the behavior and and frankly make it, I don't know, de both normalize it and then also I think demystify it because these probably weren't conversations that we had with our fathers or these probably weren't Uh, experiences, I mean, we were babies, so we can't really remember, but like, we probably had a different interaction with our parents when we were younger and I had two awesome parents, but the, the mindset was, was traditional a lot of ways where my dad was working to put food on the table and worked long hours and, and found time on the weekends to make like family time. Um, whereas my mom was, she basically stayed at home for the first like five, five years. Um, and so those roles have changed a lot in the sort of I'll say the millennial generation of of new parents and I think this is all just a reflection of that and so it's going to take a lot but I mean also let's be real of all the things we are asking men to do spending some time with their newborn and their partner is not I mean not the hardest thing we've been asked to do right right? and so, so I think that gives me a lot of confidence in that once once the stigma washes away, it'll be pretty quick to adapt.
0: And so obviously with this fund, it'll help 200 dads and it's the tip of the iceberg. How do you mm-hmm. scale something like this?
1: Well, I hope it encourages other companies to start implementing policies. Um, we have a pretty good track record as an industry in tech. And that is that is one of the things where I have to give tech credit for. Um, they've been pretty forward thinking on on. A whole around parental leave. Um, but it's about bosses as well as employees starting to push for more of this within their organizations. That's part of why the pledge exists for employers to say, hey this matters this is something I want to push in my organization uh, but then also for employees and you know expecting dads and, and allies to say, hey this is something we should be talking about that we should be demanding. And long term, really the solution here is like a federal law. The United States is, is the last industrialized nation to not have paid family leave, and so that will change at some point. I really do believe I'll be—I mean, I'll be going back to D.C. before the end of the year for it, um, but it will take time. And so, in the interim, we need to build as much momentum as possible. And so, this campaign is a great example of putting money to work and actually helping dads who otherwise couldn't take the time off. Um, but it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take—it's going to take fathers. I think it's fifteen percent of the dads who are lucky enough to have a policy at their work actually take the time. Right. So that number has to change.
0: And how do you think that translates to people who, I mean, there's some people who think that paid paternity leave is mm. actually sort of just a gesture for dads to still do work from home. And how, does, <laughs> mm-hmm. how does that culture work in terms mm. of company culture and balancing yeah. actually taking the time to
1: do with your new family? So, so this is definitely, this is the gift and the curse of the smartphone uh, age. There are, so there are dads, certainly working class dads who, you know, if you're not, if you're not on the site welding, you can't weld from home, right? Where, where, where these plans are really, really important because they allow them to take the time and know that they have a job to come back to. And now it is trickier. If you're, if you're doing work that can, you know, basically be done on a smartphone, the line gets blurred. And so I, I am realistic about it. And, and the best solution that I've heard actually came from our VP of people and culture, Caitlin Holloway. And it was such a simple thing, but it, it opened my mind to the, the possibility, which was um, flexible time. So let's say the organization has 16 weeks. Uh, you take your first – and, and this, is, this is up to the dad, up to the family really to choose what they want to do, right? So you take your first two months. You've got eight weeks down. You're there at home. Everything's good. But you got a little baby brain, you know, you're, 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 you know the family's in a good place, you've got the support you need, everything's good. So for your remaining eight weeks, you spread it out and you say, my, my partner is going back to work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So those are the days I need off so I can cover for my partner. And then you just spread that time out and so you ease your way back into the workforce. You're still taking all of your leave, but you're easing your way back to work. And so now, you know, you're, you're on the one hand, your baby brain gets to go away, and so you get you get the, the sort of exhilaration of being back to work, which is, I think, important. It gives people meaning, and that's good. Um, but you also get to be there to accommodate your family first, and you right. build the schedule around your family's needs, whether it's childcare or all these other things that are a whole other issue that we still need to address as a country because those costs are prohibitive. But uh, But I think that even just that wrinkle of thinking about that time as not this is your block of time and it's binary, you're on leave or you're off, but instead it's usable and customizable to what your family needs makes a world of difference, especially for the the sort of smartphone style worker who can very easily be kind of dipping in and out.
0: And I listened to your podcast, your most mm-hmm. recent episode you interviewed your dad.
1: Oh yes, I'm business school, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I thought yeah. it was interesting you talked a lot about entrepreneurship and how that gave you and gave him the flexibility to kind of show up for your family. Yes, So you 100%. talked a little bit about how that translates to people who are maybe working a nine to five job mm. or waking up super early to do jobs that need to be done in the morning and are mm-hmm. much more hands on than not necessarily hands-on, but are much more call for a certain kind of attention Mm -hmm. that you can't really go away from. So what what does paternity leave look like in that space in Mm -hmm. terms of finding, I guess kind of finding the culture shift and changing how people view it and finding replacements for the dads while they're out?
1: There is, I think this is where there is a need above all to have a plan built and enforced from a federal level Because those are the businesses and those are the business owners who are going to be the most reluctant to implement a plan. That said, I still believe that humans, the work that is going to continue to be done by humans, and this is in the face of automation and AI and all that stuff, the work that will still be done by humans is going to have to be in some way non-routine or creative. And whether you're a welder or a barber or a software engineer, those skills are still going to be valuable. In fact, they'll be even more valuable in the decades to come. And so in, in jobs where you, are, like, you have to be physically there to be doing the work, it's going to be really important to have that structure of paid family leave and specifically paternity leave for the dads yeah. because they need to know that when they get back to work, there's still a job for them.
0: So such a big part of paid attorney leave is having a co-parenting relationship and Mm. kind of balancing at home. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I feel like in media you kind of have been coined as the role model husband.
1: No pressure. So my, I I
0: mean, I'm curious too, what, you know, you got married because Mm -hmm. you were in love and you guys had a really wonderful relationship, you Mm -hmm. still do. How? you know, did you expect to receive that kind of attention from the media where people were coining you as this role model husband? And what does a supportive relationship look like to you?
1: Uh, okay. No, I was not expecting it. I mean, I do look, I do want to be like my wife. I want to be the best at whatever I do. We're both very competitive. I think that's why we've had success in our careers. Um, and I think of being I think of being a husband and as a father as being the most important career I have had and most important job that I have. And so I think I mean I, I I think on some level every dad wants that. Right. I just happen to also be like good at the internet and be I don't like I think <laughs> I think there is this uh I think there is this hunger to Because of how successful, I think undoubtedly, because of how successful my wife is, there is, uh, it's an interesting conversation piece because there's not, I think people are hungry for examples of men who are successful in their own right, Mm -hmm. who are not threatened by successful, especially more successful partners.
0: What do you think was the key to your early success is my first Mm -hmm. question, and also I know that you've talked about this a little bit in the past. What can we do to make the internet a better place?
1: Mm. Um, Well, I think in a lot of ways I was in the right place at the right time uh, back in 2005 when we started Reddit. And then again, I was in the right place at the right time in 2014 when I got back to Reddit and helped take it independent and and helped lead this turnaround. Um, And I think now as an early stage investor with Initialized, I just continue to be excuse me, I, I just continue to be in a really fortunate situation where I have all the expertise I have, I have all the experience I have, and I have the access to capital to be able to invest in some of the best entrepreneurs in the world, you know, before anyone else when, when they're just starting out. And so I've, I have been able to just seize those opportunities and, and I think I have a natural curiosity and interest in just things, uh, and that's helped me be you do. <laughs> right. I, I like I. Um, I think that's. I think all of my best ideas have been remixes of some other idea, and I have no problem saying that. Yeah. And and so I've been really good at observing and and paying attention to things that I think are. I don't know that are are. Just a little bit of just a little bit ahead of everything else. Right, and that's and, a good. And actually, you know what? Point. So, paternity leave is another one of those things, apparently. And I think there's, if if uh, if you get good enough at doing that often enough, then you can have a good career as an entrepreneur or as an investor or both. As long as there are humans on the internet, and although AI is giving us a run for our money with bots, um, you know, it is always going to be a reflection of people. I do think most people are good people and I do think that more conversation at the end of the day is going to help us be better than less. I think a lot, I think a lot can be solved with less ignorance and the way that we fight ignorance is with more, more conversation and more exposure to things that make us sometimes a little bit uncomfortable. but uh, but this is, this is a new territory. And I, I, I guess even coming back to changing the stigma around dads being dads and spending time with their kids and like just a, a very, very specific example of this is like just the idea of, of calling spending time with your kid babysitting. Right. Which.
0: I've thought about that before like, too. Because you're a parent.
1: It's, <laughs> and, it, but it, and it's such a subtle linguistic thing. But I could I could totally have imagined myself ten years ago, making that remark and and thinking that way. Um, and and what has changed is well, one obviously becoming a parent. But even before that, uh, even before I became a parent, just getting exposed to the way it made moms feel, right. and and especially this generation of my generation of my millennial uh, mothers, and. And that's not a conversation I have like at the gym with my boys, like because, like, right? That that's not. There are there were normally not many opportunities for me to sit and have those kinds of conversations with like moms because right. I just they're not in my social circle. They're not like okay. They're like and then and then for the moms who are like it's not like a I don't know. It's like a it's not a normal thing to like be talking about a dinner party yeah. exactly. And so that bit of ignorance. Was able to get exposed to some sunlight thanks to probably things I read on the internet, probably things I read on social media, probably just things. From, and
0: being a dad, yeah.
1: And, and, and then being a father myself, that, right, experiences helped change that perspective. And so I think short of making everyone a father, which, you know, everyone should do that on their own time and I'm not proposing that. Um, we need to find other ways to continue to wash away that ignorance and, and I think like and one like do I said, that in the
0: conversation and,
1: and get that in the conversation and, and literally one selfie at a time. Like I I really do it, it warms my heart when I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see friends of mine from college or friends of mine from work taking a photo of themselves with their kid or or taking a photo of their kid going to the park or whatever. Like yeah. and and normalizing that behavior, because I think for our generation in particular, regardless of the circumstances we had with our own parents, there is a hunger to be a different type of father. And that's not a judgment on the previous one. That is just to say, we think about it very differently. And I think, it's a good, I think it'd be very hard to argue that dads wanting to be more involved with their kids' lives is a bad thing.
0: Ohaney knows it's not just fathers who benefit from taking leave, and he hopes the continued conversation will inspire more companies around the country to focus on paid paternity leave. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.